vision's not a special thing that you need to learn about. You already do it all the time. It's just you think about it in church world. Welcome to On Leadership. On Leadership is a super series produced by Reach Australia on key leadership skills for the pastor or ministry worker. G'day, Craig. Hey, Scott. Good to be back. Now, tell us, tell us a bit about your family. Uh, yeah, I'm the husband of one wife. Her name is Nix. And then we have three kids, um, Avalon, Willow, and Ezekiel. And you love playing 80s, 90s films yeah with your yep. kids that's one of your that's one of your things you do love it, it. love so it speed tell us about speed with yeah the kids. we watched speed just recently uh the two younger ones loved it had a great time the oldest one maybe thought it was a bit tense maybe not quite in her wheelhouse yep but uh the other guys loved it uh yeah bit of f-bombs but um and it's got sandra bullock i just can't do yeah. sandra bullock films oh. <laughs> but today we're talking about uh Communicating from the inside out, uh, vision, mission, values—you know, goals. How do you get there? It seems like it's the diet of, of, of loads of leadership books. It seems like you read you read one, and they say something. You read another one, they say something. You read another person on it, and they say something else. It's so confusing. Yeah. So Craig today is going to help us be unconfused uh, <laughs> and work out how to communicate from the inside out. But firstly, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So I think there's, you know, you've got the what are we going to do yep, and you've got the how are we going to do it, then you have the why we're going to do that. And the why kind of sits in the middle and then the other ones in kind of concentric layers going outwards. And often I think we're very good at describing, talking about the what, what do we want to do, where we're going to go, what's happening. And we're usually pretty good at talking about the how but the thing we sometimes forget to talk about or just never really get around to is that why, that centerpiece. So why is the why so important? I think it's important because it's it's what convinces people that this is what we're going to do. It's mm. what it's what engages people that this is a thing that's worth putting my time, effort, energy into. Can can you give us an example from, you know, Glenmore Park Anglican or a hypothetical church that you've worked in? Yeah, well, you know, like I just there are times <laughs> <laughs> another church that I may have worked in. There's, a, there's just times, you know, where even it, if I don't know that this is worth doing, what, what the point of this is, like if, I'm, if, if, it, if I think this is a waste of time, it's very hard for me to get excited about mm. it. Mm. It's very hard for me to be like motivated to continue. If I'm doing something and I'm pretty sure it's pointless, it sucks my will to live. So, so you're leading a meeting. Yeah. So just to kind of give a concrete thing it's just it's simple it's just you want to say just up front why this meeting is important yep. we're here to do the church budget meeting which is you know brackets perhaps a bit of a boring meeting and numbers and if you uh, that's if you don't love numbers uh, yeah, yeah. If, you if you don't love looking forward and vision out of numbers well that's right it's but it's that second part right it's yep. the, if you don't like looking forward with vision out of numbers so you got to remind mm. people this meeting it's the budget review but here's why this is really important because if we get this wrong 
there's going to be things that are going to happen in six months' time that are going to be potentially catastrophic. Yep. That if we do this meeting well now, we're going to avoid some big problems later. Yeah. Et cetera. Now, and then the meeting runs. Now, you talk about um, people being able to do a good impression of you. What does Craig look like at Glenmore Park Anglican? <laughs> so, you know, give us your best impression. Well, I think it's just that there are certain things that I say, you know, so often over and over again that the people in my team are able to say them, finish them, you know. So there'll be things like, um, you know, we talk in our youth ministry that we want to create a place where non-Christian students love to come to hear about Jesus. Yep. And that every part of that's important, you know. It's not just a place that they love to come. And like everyone on my team, they probably know the next thing I'm going to say is, because if we just wanted to pack this place out, we could just advertise free beer and our youth ministry would be full of high schoolers. Yeah. yeah. But it's not about just making it a place that high schoolers love to come. It's that they want to love to come to hear about Jesus. Mm. So they'll know that. You know, or like we are going to clean up at the end of a night or whatever and we're going to leave this place better than we found it. And people in the team know that, you know. All right, guys, time to clean up. We're going to... And then, that, you know, leave this place better than we found it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all right, guys. I'd prefer a bit less sass, but <laughs> you, you got it. So so part of it, it sounds like, is uh, regularly saying, you know, the same thing, in a, in a, you know, not to say have a catchphrase, mm. but regularly saying the same idea yeah. so that it, it just becomes part of the culture. Yeah. It doesn't have to be snazzy or, yeah. you know, beautifully, poetically crafted. It's just a, it's just the thing, you yeah. know. So, like our church, you know, we want to help people, you know, treasure Christ above all else. And so, you start to hear that come out in the prayers that people pray and the way people talk. They just, they just start to use that mm. treasure Christ above all else. Or, you know, we we want to be gospel spreaders, and so people just start to hear it. It's not like they're beautiful phrases, but yeah. they're just little things that are important to us yeah. and people kind of catch on them. Yeah, yeah. J.D. Greer has this thing called plumb lines and you just kind of, he's got like 16 plumb lines, which is a lot. But it, it, they're all just, they're just so pithy and you're just like, fuck it, how do you, how do you do that? Anyway, what, what are some other tips if you're not like me who can't come up with pithy aphorisms? Yep. What are some other things that I can, I could be doing? I mean, one thing just to say is that, you know, you people talk about vision and you know painting the picture and mm. you know vision casting and and it can sometimes sound like it's a real specialized you know skill or it's a, it's a it's a certain thing that you need to learn how to do but in my opinion vision is just a it's such a normal thing mm. you do it all the time mm. you know mm. like you have the vision like it's just a picture of the future right that you that you want to work it, towards in some ways though that like that is because you are a leader, though. Like you know, in some ways, that's what that's what that's why you're leading it. You know, leading a church as opposed to yeah. But I don't think so, right? Because people will be like, on the way home from work, I'm gonna go to the shops and get some milk. That's a vision of the future. <laughs> it's not a very inspiring vision, but it is right. That's a picture of the future. And mix it with Milo, and you know, <laughs> seen put marshmallows in it. Now you're talking. Heat it up. Now you're talking. <laughs> you know, like that. Like that's a picture. Like we just. Do this all the time. Yeah, Tomorrow yeah. I'm gonna go on a sneaky Macca's run on the way home from work. <laughs> like that's a vision of the future. I'm gonna go see a movie with my wife on Thursday night. That's a vision. It's a picture mm. of the future mm. that I'm gonna work towards. So it's not vision's not a special thing that you need to learn about. You already do it yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's okay. just you need to think about it in 
church world. That's helpful. It, it's, it's pretty normal to do. It's normal. That's helpful to be yeah. reminding us. It doesn't need to be amazing and special. It just needs to be a picture of the future. Yep. And then, then the value of then communicating it is if I say, hey, Nick's, I'm going to go get some milk on the way home. If she also has some things, me communicating it to her helps her plan her life, helps her, you know, work on what she's going to expect of me. Can you get some eggs? And While some you're cocoa. there, can I'm you thinking cake? Can you get some eggs and cocoa? Because I'm, with you. and then you know, then our visions are like coalescing. <laughs> or maybe she's making custard, chocolate custard. All the things, right? So you know, so that, so that's just like an important thing. Yeah. Another one is you. It's important, I think, not just to vision cast and mm. think of like the big sermon, the vision series, the big vision cast dinner. But I mean, like that's good. But to as well as that, we need to, I think, learn to vision drip as well. Yeah. And just be constantly little phrases and sentences and in conversation when it veers near the vision just to point out, yeah, you know, and that's that. It's a thing that's going to tie into the big thing we're trying to do later on. Which is really helpful. If you, if you think about all the interactions you have as a church leader, you know, in the, in the one-on-one conversations, in the meetings you have, in the small groups, in the, yeah. big, you know, the big gatherings and the little gatherings, there are lots of opportunities where vision trips. Yeah, you don't just have to do it in the once-a-year vision dinner. Yeah, yeah. You can do it all week over morning tea on Sundays at church, like all the time, yep. just so dripping drip, it. So drip vision. Yep. And then the third one is um, just it's it, it can be hard when I'm saying the vision all the time, talking about it with everyone all day, every day, every week. I can get bored of it yeah. pretty quick. How do you not get bored? Well, I think part of it is you just have to push through it. Like you, you have to just remember I've been talking about it in every conversation, dripping it all over the place. Mm. But that's people aren't receiving it as much as I'm speaking it. Mm. I'm saying it to 20 individuals, but they're only hearing it once each. I'm hearing it 20 times. So just, just to be able to remember, just because it's boring for me and old doesn't mean it's old for the people who are hearing it. Probably when I'm starting to get bored of it, they're starting to hear it. They're yeah, starting to yeah. listen. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. It's not that the vision isn't big enough. Um you know, it's not that the vision is, you know, stale, you know, either when you're getting bored. Yeah, not uh, necessarily. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, ask the question, uh, is it is it because, or is it only just being, you know, being heard and being, yeah. um, being communicated well? Yeah, that's right. So so what does this look like in, in planning? Um, what does this look like in, in planning to communicate from the inside out? Yeah, I think, you know, you just want to make sure you always start at least reminding yourself why are we doing this? Yep. And and maybe even making that very explicit in the planning. The reason why we're doing this is because of this. Yeah. All right. So, so you know, you start like that, always making that clear. And everyone should be able to remember it. Like the whole, you know, maybe they should, but they probably don't. Yeah. And so it's my job to serve and love them by reminding them why we're doing Simon, this. Simon Sinek has that great, you know, start with the why yeah. uh, TEDx talk. We'll put that in the show notes. Yep. Brilliant. Yep. So, you know, like that. But then I'm thinking my kind of three big planning questions yeah. are Great. where are we going? What's what's the picture of the future that we're trying to get to? Where where are we headed to? How are we going to get there? And then what do I need to do right now? Mm. And then you just need to work out what are the answers to those three questions in all the different areas and aspects. But it's the same three. Where are we going? How are we going to get there? 
what do I need to do now? And is it important you do it in those order, in that order, or can I can I can I do what do I need to do right now? Uh, I think you need to do it in that order. Okay. Because if we're going for a sneaky Macca's run after this, then how are we going to get there? You're driving. What do I need to we do don't now? We need to drive around the city. We can just walk right downstairs. <laughs> and I've got an app. We can order now. It'll be ready as soon as we arrive. Awesome. I love it. But <laughs> if I'm if I've already jumped on the app for KFC then the whole plan is is it's gone. That's a longer walk. Yeah. But yeah, it's a longer walk. We've got to yeah. go all the way to town hall. Don't yeah. I've looked at all the I've looked at all the yeah. <laughs> But Korean fried chicken, we've got a lot of places we can go. But it means that we're not going to get to Macca's, which was the original place we need to get to. Excellent. Start with the why. Uh, that, I think that's really important. Where, where are we going? How are we going to get there? And what do I need to do right now? Uh, which is it's really helpful in actually locating you in the, the next step, not the 50 other things I've got to do. But actually, no, right now I just really need to communicate it to this group here. Yep. Or I just need to, you know, we just need to work out what we're going to get. Right. And, and then we can get to McDonald's. Yep. I'm really trying hard not to eat McDonald's at the moment. So Sorry. Like, Sorry. So that's really My bad. <laughs> well, thanks, Craig. It's been, uh, it's been great having you on another episode of On Leadership. Uh, next time we're going to be digging into uh, being honest and vulnerable. Honest and vulnerable. Um, I also just want to say in the show notes, chapter 55 of Wisdom in Leadership, the point is clarity, not labels. That's a great chapter just to dig into, hear some more of this stuff. Thanks, Craig. Thank you. Chat soon.